Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at CodaSportsCappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers, or visit their website at CodaSportsCappers.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Mount Lockmore podcast presented by the Coda Sports Gambling Network, episode 19, and uh, one more away from 20. We might have to do something special for episode 20, but today, of course, we got B-Russ by my side. You can follow him on on Twitter at B-Russ35. Brandon Russell, of course, I am Pace. You can follow me on Twitter at Coda Capper Pace. And, it's, uh, a cooking, it's a cooking Twitter now. Yes, B-Ross, there we go. So we can just, <laughs> we can just dive right into it here. What, yeah, yeah, we're not beating around the bush. Yeah, what is going on here, B-Ross? Here, okay, so for the people, let's set this up. You were struggling, right? At the loss of February Coda Capper's contest. Um, still waiting on that photo, uh, BTW. The, um, the, uh, the, real quick on that, the shirt is being hand-delivered. Okay. All right. So it should be beginning of April when I, when that, when that happens. All right. So stay tuned to to Brandon's Twitter at BRUS35. And of course the the network at Coda Cappers, uh, we'll be tweeting that out. So that's a good update. That's awesome. Can't wait for that. Uh, But BRUS, then you switched to a coffee filter. You were picking games out of a coffee filter. Uh, I mean, the dedication you put in 20 games to put in that coffee filter to pick out three. Props to 32. you. I, I was writing 30, I was like 32 at one point. I had, okay. This was like, I went to work and I was sitting there and we were, didn't have anybody in the building. So I was just like, screw it. I'll just <laughs> write down as many. Like at one point, I think I put in, uh, I think I had like seven or eight like NHL props in there at one point and didn't pull a single one of them. <laughs> so how were you, how were you like, were you just randomly picking game? Like, like I was, I got on the action network and I was just like scrolling, just picking like, if something caught my eye, I was like, okay, I'll throw that one in there. And then just like random ones I was throwing in there. We need to talk about that. So last one, shout out to you real quick, taking over the uh, last podcast by yourself. Uh, had some stuff come up. Everything's better now. All right, uh, good. So we're good to go on that front. Uh, but the I'm sitting in there in the lobby of the hospital on Wednesday night, and I had San Diego State minus nine and a half. Oh, brutal. And I'm like, it's me and my grandpa are sitting in there at the, in the lobby, just, and I'm like getting so mad at the TV. And he's like, why the hell do you care about this game? The San Diego State. And I'm like, I bet on this game and they just lost it because they tried to pull some and one shit at the end oh, of the game. Like, what are you doing? What was that? I was, was horrific. Furious. I was so furious. Just, uh, that's just the way it goes when you're, when you're down, you're they're just gonna kick you while you're down, and San Diego State just kicked me in the head while I was down. I, I'll never understand what goes through student athletes' minds. Like again, they they're focused on something completely different than what we're focused on. But like, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you? I don't get it. I, I I don't an end one when you're already up. What they're up twelve was it? And the spread they was- were up ele- They were up eleven. They went down. Got, well, they were up 15 with like 30, 45 seconds to go, yeah. and they gave up six points in the final in 30 seconds. But uh, yeah, so they go down and they go for that off the backboard alley oop, and the guy who was passing it to wasn't anywhere near the basket. Uh, who were they playing? 
Colorado. Was it Colorado? It doesn't even matter at this point. Like, no, it's San Diego State. Um, Who? God, who are they playing? Yeah, Nevada. I'll I'll look it up here. Please hold. Uh, Oh my gosh, great! This is great podcasting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But they go down and they score to get it to nine, and I'm and then. San Diego State, the guy gets the ball, runs down the court, and then just runs under the basket and dribbles the clock out. Like, I was so mad. Oh, uh, UNLV, and, right? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. The running revs. The running revs, yeah. Infuriating. Um, so, was that – okay, yeah, so, so was that was that, the- that and then I'm back. Uh, my Twitter now is a <laughs> – is a cooking Twitter now. So if you guys want to want any good cooking tips or anything that uh, see any of the food that I make, that's strictly a cooking Twitter. Now it's no longer gambling Twitter. So when B Russ, when I saw that change, I thought like, okay, B Russ is going to be slinging ramen noodles and stuff like this. But like, dude, you're like legit. Like you might have to start a TikTok, TikTok uh, uh, cooking show. That's one of my few passions in life. It's, you know, it was sports betting. It was gambling. Kind of, yeah. It was gambling. That's kind of fallen by the wayside. I've always liked cooking. Got a new past cast iron skillet for the birthday. So, you know, I've been cooking in that. Cooked up some mean, mean burgers on Sunday night. I mean, I'm talking uh ribeye, Ooh. beef, uh little butter, butter, a butter burger too. Threw a little butter on there, threw the cheese on top. Let the oh my goodness. Grilled onions. Grilled onions are the only way to go. Uh, on a burger by the way are you a grilled mushroom guy or no i don't like mushrooms no that's no, one of the okay. few things i won't eat okay no grilled onions are f- fantastic fantastic uh so yeah so b-russ is like legit good cooker what what's like your favorite meal to, to cook um probably jambalaya oh okay mm-hmm. okay i made some of that last week it was big fire yeah jambalaya is yeah. good absolutely mm-hmm. uh What's like a super basic meal that you like to cook? Like bur- obviously burgers, those look phenomenal, but you know, jambalaya is um, kind of like. A yeah, that one's a little, yeah, that one's a little more, you know, a little more prep and all that stuff. Uh, what do I make a lot of? I'm trying to think. I mean, I make a lot of stuff because Melina doesn't cook. So I do the cooking, which I don't mind. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it. Uh She's big time air fryer though. She uses the air fryer. That's her go-to, but, uh, uh, I mean, I make a, I make a good Mississippi roast. Okay. All right. Those are good. It's pretty, pretty easy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, burgers just, you know, I'll cook just about anything. Yeah. Awesome. And it so, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, B Russ has now turned into his Twitter cooking Twitter. So now B Russ, like, are you like you're Dunsky or like what's going on? I mean, March, the, you caught you said it a couple months ago or a couple weeks, the greatest month of the year, my dude. And you're Dunsky for now. What's going on? What, what's the update there? Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I may give some picks. I may not. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, this is a, I said last week, it's a Brett Favre retirement. Uh, I mean, Brett Favre retired four or five times before we finally did yep. retire. So, you know, I may retire two or three more times before March Madness even starts. Well, there we go. We got one week till Selection Sunday, so uh, we're getting down to you know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's you know, my uh, this is really when it this is really when it starts. Like last week, you had a lot of crazy games, but you know, with the conference tournament starting, yeah. I mean, today, this week, it's this is when 
when it gets gets going. Absolutely. And uh, obviously, I'm always watching sports. But like now, since March, you know, tournaments and stuff like that, I have like multiple games on different TVs, right? Um, and, and computer screens. And, and the, the lady friend goes, you know, are we are we watching sports like all of March? Like what's going on here? And, and I'm like, yeah, it won't stop till, you know, start of April. Yeah. I took off, uh, I took off, uh, the front cause the tournament, like the tournament tournament starts yeah. Friday and then the second round goes into Monday. And so I took off, uh, that Friday and Monday at work. Okay. And somebody at work saw that and was like, what are you doing on this day and this day? And I was like, Oh, I'm watching basketball all day. They're, like, they're like, you're taking off work to watch basketball? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. March Madness. You ever heard of it? Yeah. Have you been under a rock? What's going on there? And then they and then they laughed at me, and I was like, all right, you, whatever. Have fun at work, nerd. I, I don't think they laughed at you because of that. I think they just knew that you're like, it's it's been a struggle gambling yeah. for B-Russ. That's, that's true. Yeah. It has been. <laughs> Well, it, the ship will get right eventually. Yes, it it has to, right? At some point, yeah. it has to. Some at some point, it has to. A win, I don't know, but at some point, yeah. So uh, there we go. Keep an eye out for B Russ and his his next move uh, on his Twitter at B Russ thirty five. Who knows? Wednesday it could go to like he could be like a, a plant Twitter. He could be growing flowers. <laughs> Who knows what he's gonna be doing? But a botanist. But botanist. There we go. I couldn't think of the word. Uh, so yeah, who, who knows? Uh, it, it's, it's definitely, uh, exciting to keep, you know, to, to keep an eye on, out for that. So B Russ just, no. just doing his thing. Just keep an eye out. Who, who knows what it'll be. It's been, just wait until like, it's like the dog days of like summer and all oh, we have God. is baseball yes. to bet on. I'm going to have to keep myself entertained somehow. I'm going to be changing it. Just something else every other week. Exactly. Just try to keep the excitement uh, mm-hmm. at, an, at, a, at a high level. So all right, there we go. There's a little recap. Uh, B Russ is uh, uh, again a cooking Twitter show. Again, it looks good. B Russ, I'm excited to try some of that food soon. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that. Absolutely, I'll I'll cook it up. Don't All you right. worry. That's what we love to hear. So there we go. Um, so I was going to ask B Russ about his weekend recap. I guess we could talk about West Virginia. Um, uh, you know, but uh, or maybe maybe B Russ doesn't. <laughs> no comment. No, exactly. <laughs> Everything's going south for B Russ right now. Just, just straight down into the into the crust of the earth. I mean, again, game didn't really matter at this point. Like that game, it was kind of disheartening that they lost to Oklahoma State with no Kate Cunningham. But uh, you know, we'll get the ship righted, and I think they play Thursday. Um, so yeah, hope hopefully Bob gets some. There's going to be some tough practices. I guarantee you that, Bob. No, no win number 900 for Bob on Saturday. And so now he's got to do it to whatever poor soul they play in the first round on, uh, on Thursday. Exactly. Again, selection Sunday is, uh, what, six days away, you know, a week from yesterday on Sunday, March 7th. Um, we will be Russ. I know, uh, you've been kind of chatting about this with our other cappers, um, Kyle from the gambling feud podcast. Um, he wants to do a, a, a Facebook YouTube live March madness show. Um, so we're going to plan to, to, uh, tape that in the next coming days as well. So keep an eye on, keep an eye on out for that. Um, God that should be fun it. too. <laughs> if I can talk. Yeah. The Westford. No, I just looking at the big 12 <laughs> tournament schedule. West Virginia has to play 
Oklahoma State on Thursday again. Stop it. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, my gosh. And you what know, Kate Cunningham's probably going to put. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, we went from the second seed all the way to the four. Oh, my gosh. Nah. Whatever. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Lot, lot only of, lot of ma- only win that matters is on April 5th. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Now, where we want to go. Uh, B Russ, do you watch. Uh, the all-star game are you a fan like you bet on it anything well you know screw no, no no i'm not betting i'm not betting on it but no i'm <laughs> i mean i'll watch it i didn't watch it uh yesterday but uh i have in the past this year like with lebron and Giannis and all these different guys making those comments like they just didn't have the energy for it and they weren't really excited for it i just didn't see the need for me to tune into something that the like the players aren't going to be excited for uh the product probably won't be as good. I was I saw the three point contest. I saw Steph just go bananas uh, there in the last round, and then who? Anthony Simmons won the dunk uh, yeah, contest, from, uh, right? Portland. Yep. Yeah, um, but I mean the dunk contest hasn't been good since that uh, was it 2016 with Levine and yeah. Aaron Gordon. Like it just just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, former uh, Minnesota Timberwolves Zach Levine gotta love him. Uh, that yeah, that was a great dunk contest. I don't know. I think they got to change it up somehow. Um, I know in the final round on Sunday they did like between the two guys they weren't um, counting their score. They were just giving a name. So who had the best dunk, this guy or that guy? Um, so that's that was different from the past, but it's still it's just not the same. Uh, especially that Levine Gordon dunk contest was awesome. Phenomenal. I mean that was like top probably top three all time. Yeah. contest yeah um when i when i was in high school like i used to be like tuned in not so much for the game but like the three-point contest skills competition well like, that was always that saturday like this year yeah, is also yeah, yeah. weird because it's all like in one day it's, yeah with Col- it's yeah. always a big weekend thing and saturday night was always the skills and the dunk and the three-point contest and you know i i did like back in when i was in high school and stuff i was tuning in to you know watch the dunk contest and three-point contest and all that but uh yeah, I haven't tuned in in a couple of years to watch any of it, really. Yeah, um, I did end up betting the under 317 and a half points be Russ in the NBA All-Star game. And, uh, uh, it, man, that's something because nobody plays defense in the NBA, you know, on a night-to-night basis. And then you throw in the top, you know, 35 players in the, in the league right now, and it's just they're shooting threes, they're, they're dunking, like nobody's playing defense, so – I thought it was uh, exhilarating to, to bet the under uh, three seventeen and a half. Is that? Uh, I mean, that's. I don't know. That's just, like you see a number like that. That just you, I gravitate towards betting the over. Yeah. But uh, as of right now, what do they have to score? Tw- the first team just one seventy wins, right? Yes. Is that how? Is that how it is now? Yeah. So they do that weird format where they take each score after a quarter, add it up. And then, so from what I'm reading, Team LeBron, Lee led Team Durant going into the fourth, 146 to 125, and it was the first one to 170 wins. Okay. The so team, Durant's got, team Durant's got to score 45 points in the fourth quarter to win oh. this ball game. Dear God. The live uh, over-under, again, we're taping Sunday, uh, but it is Monday, is at 323. So that's what six points uh, uh, above what I bet three seventeen and a half. So uh, could come down to the wire. We'll see what happens. Not great, Bob. 
No, it's not great, but uh, I'm still <laughs> tuning in. So that's good. Another game, B-Russ, we're keeping an eye on right now. North Dakota State uh, Summer League tournament has, tournament has started, started on Saturday. The Bison up big on Kansas City, so paying attention to that. Uh, your Jackrabbits by uh, B-Russ got the win over Omaha, 84-71. Total went over 154. However, uh, Omaha covered. Uh, they were a 14-point underdog, and they lost by 13, so they get the one-point cover there. Uh, you know, hey, that's wins a win. Doesn't matter when it's in March. Uh, we're rolling with it. We got ORU tomorrow. Uh, they're in for a rude awakening, and then I'm sure we'll see we'll see the Bisons at some point, and they're going to be in for a rude awakening as well. Oh, he's calling his shot already. The championship game is uh, is on Tuesday, March 9th at 8 p.m. Um, so right now, B Russ, the semi is, San- is it in Sanford? No, it's in it's in the uh, Pentagon. Yeah, the pa- Sanford Pentagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. The yeah, the Premier Center is where um, it it had been played, and okay. uh, the new Premier Center, the Denny Sanford Premier Center. They they're called the same. That's why I kind of get confused there. Or Sanford, you know, just runs the whole state yeah. of South Dakota. So mm-hmm, and North Dakota. pretty much, yeah, yeah. But uh, so looking right now, B Ross, the semis, like you mentioned, your rabbits taking on the Golden Eagles of ORU. That'll be tonight at 5.45, so a little bit of an early game there. And then it's looking like game two of the semis in the Summer League tournament, uh, 8.45 p.m. here tonight. It's looking like it's going to be the Bison taking on USD, uh, the two and three seeds going off against each other at 8.45. And B-Russ, those teams just wrapped up a two-game series uh, to end the regular season not long ago. I believe they split um, that one. So uh, that should be another entertaining contest to, to end your Monday night here. That is if uh, NDSU hangs on to this 20-point lead with 15 minutes to go here. Hey, crazier things have happened. Hey, 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 hey. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. You, you don't gamble anymore. You can't, you can't do that. No, I'm just, you want to talk about, you know, basting a good steak or, you know, <laughs> cooking up a mean jambalaya. I'm your guy, but gambling now, you don't, don't come to me for any of that. <laughs> uh, and, until B-Russ goes on a heater here when he uh, unretires for March Madness and just t- goes through a tear. Speaking about that, you got to get your bracket too. We're doing a bracket. You got to yep. at least do that, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll yeah. do I'll do I'll pay for the three and we'll be we'll be good to go. Uh I'll probably get that set up this week sometime. So keep an eye out for that. Yep. Follow us again on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Coda Cappers, and uh, we'll be tweeting that link out as well. B Russ, uh before we move on to your UFC, uh two fifty nine again, uh B Russ and uh, his his buddy Josh Dillon had a show come out on uh, Friday, throwing bows. Uh great, great name. Uh yeah, that's, that's a great name, dude. Love that. Their first episode came out for UFC 259. Um, so if you didn't check that out, go back and check it out. Uh, great great episode, but we'll we'll touch on that here. I just want to touch on this, B-Russ. Uh, SDSU beat Omaha. Again, Omaha covered that plus 14. The total went over 154 in the Summer League uh, tournament on Saturday. The other Saturday game was USD against Western Illinois. USD got that, uh, that easy cover. They were favored by seven points. They win by... If my math is correct, 17, and the total went over 152. So both those totals, B-Russ, went over their numbers. Uh, the first total that went under, though, was on Sunday. ORU took on UND and won 76-65. They covered 7.5, and the total went under 154. NDSU and Kansas City, that over-under, B-Russ, was really, really small. It was 119.5, I think, and the Bison are winning 53-33. 
with 12 minutes to go. So again, that's, that's going to be under. So your two Saturday games go over your two Sunday games, most likely will go under and we go into the semis here on Monday. So uh, B Russ, that was just real quick. I wanted to point that out, but UFC 259, man, uh, how'd that go for you? Um, it was the prelims, super exciting. A lot of great fights, a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of fights went to decision, but they were like brawls the whole time. Dudes, they were just throwing hands, uh, a lot of action. Then you got to the main card and the main card, which was supposed to be, we had called it probably one of the greatest cards of all time, uh, in the show on Friday and it just did not live up to, you know, you usually put up, put in all this hype for these fights and all this stuff. And they just don't live up to the hype. Saturday was a, uh, that it did not live up to the hype. Uh, the first fight you had Alexander Ray, Raychik, uh, defeated Tiago Santos. That one we were saying was going to be, you know, fireworks could end in a big time KO. And it was just, nobody did anything for three rounds. It was kind of, uh, not kind of, it was a really boring fight. Uh, then you had Islam Makachev. Uh, he defeated Drew Dober in the second fight of the main card uh, via third round submission. Shout out to Josh. He uh, did say that, you know, he was going to get him by submission, which I think was at like plus 300 on uh, Friday in the show. Uh Dude's just an absolute beast. Nobody wants to fight him in the division. So it's been hard for him to, you know, get fights. But, uh, yeah, it's been uh, – he's, he's been super impressive. Uh, he's going to be getting the title shot here probably in the next couple of uh, couple of his fights. And then the crazy, uh, crazy fight that was the bantamweight championship fight uh, between – Peter Yan and Aljamain Sterling. So what had happened? Did you see what happened? Uh, so I did. I, I caught the highlights. I didn't see it live. And then I read the stories. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, the illegal kick, right? It was an illegal knee. So if a yeah, yeah. fighter is down on the ground, uh, the ref will call it out and you can't throw knees or kick him while he's down on the ground. Uh, and Aljamain Sterling was down on one knee and Peter Jan like grabbed his head and just crushed him with a knee and illegal. So they stopped the fight and they said that, you know, I, all Jermaine Sterling was, wasn't good to fight. And so they DQ'd Peter Jan, who's the champ and all Jermaine Sterling is now the Bantamweight champion. Uh, it was wild, like 10 minutes. They were just trying trying to figure out, you know, what was going on, uh, just nuts. I'd never seen anything like it. Yeah, and uh, Sterling B. Russ, he tweeted out too, like not the way he ever wanted to win a fight. It was close, competitive, filled with action. Uh, he felt the knee was intentional, um, especially after the ref had announced uh, he was a downed opponent, um, so he didn't expect to be hit. Uh, he also gave props to Jan, said he was a bad dude, and then let's do it again. And then Jan, who actually goes uh, in his Twitter name, B. Russ, because you've been changed your Twitter names. Uh, he goes by No Mercy. That, that's pretty. Uh, yeah, that's his, that's his nickname. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, and then he just said he apologized to uh, to Sterling. He wished for a speedy recovery. Didn't mean to throw an illegal strike. Um, he just made a big, big mistake and he, and he paid for it. Obviously, leaving the belt back in the ring for uh, for Jan. So what I 
had heard and what uh, John Anik had said on the broadcast on Saturday night was that uh, he like looked over to his corner while uh, Sterling was down and he was like, what do I do? And they told him to like knee him. Really? And so I don't know if he got like bad advice or like if that's true or what, but uh, yeah, that was the rumor going around on uh, Saturday night, like right after the fight. That's what John Anik, the announcer, uh, had said. And then Sterling, they put the belt around him on Saturday night and he immediately took it off, threw it on the ground, didn't want it, anything to do with it. And then the thing that like perplexed me as I was watching it and they had the, you know, they were announcing the fight, the decision and Peter Jan is standing there like with his fist up, like while they're getting ready to announce the winner. And I'm like, just like, dude, like read the, read the moment, man. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is not a t- this is not a time for you to be holding your fist up. Like you just got DQ'd for a super ill, like a, as illegal of a hit that you could ever have. It was just wild, wild fight. That was the most action we got in the uh, um, main card. And then uh, co-main event was Amanda Nunez, the featherweight uh, with the two, two belt holder, Bantam and featherweight. In the women's division, taking on Megan Anderson, which everybody knew this was going to be a, a wash. And Amanda Nunez made quick work of her with a first-round submission. Uh, I said it on Twitter after the fight. I think that Amanda Nunez is the greatest mixed martial artist of all time, not just women's mixed martial artist. I think she's the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. I mean, she's just run through anybody that's been put in her path, and she's mowed him down she basically they're gonna have to just like just get rid of the featherweight division because there's nobody else there to uh fight her like there's just nobody and did so she, b rest did she beat or fight rousey or no oh yeah she whooped rousey's okay. ass okay she's beat so uh well i was reading a stat the other day so she fought rousey beat her she fought holly holm beat her she fought holly holm. uh cyborg and beat her she's fought valentina shevchenko who is the straw weight champ right now i believe the 125 champ and uh so he she beat her before you know they were she was a champ um yeah she's just like on another level man it's just unreal like watching her fight she's just no matter what needs to be done, she's going to do it. Like if she needs to submit somebody, she can do it. If she needs to knock them out, she can do it. If she needs to grapple with them, she can do it. If she just needs to stand there and, you know, kind of pick her, pick her opponent apart for five rounds, she'll do it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. And that's what makes her, I think, uh, the greatest of all time. And is she young or how old is she? Uh, she's in her thirties. I don't think she's like super super old i know i mean she's only been on the scene for uh i think what last night was her 25th fight in the mma which isn't a lot for you know a seasoned fighter yeah uh yeah she's not yeah she'll she'll be around for a long time uh and then whenever whenever she goes she'll definitely be she already is in my book she's the greatest uh mixed martial artist of all time Absolutely. Um, 
before we move on, B Russ, uh, do you think how um, Ster like how would you handle winning like Sterling did? Uh, not to jump back, but to jump back. Um, I mean, I think he handled it well. Like, I mean, obviously, these dudes are suit like the highest competitors in their sport. Yeah. Um, and like to win like that, it would leave a bad taste in my mouth. I feel like, like, you know, you're the champ, like, yeah, okay, cool. But, you know, it's, that's not how you wanted to win it. You wanted to, you know, prove that you're the better fighter, not because somebody got disqualified for an illegal, uh, illegal knee. I think, yeah, too, like celebration wise, like, do you think he's still popping bottles after that? Or like, it's kind of a, no, I don't think so. No, I don't think he is now. Yeah. I, uh, he's probably in the, he was probably in the hospital. He's dude was true. Like he got, he had to get like carried off uh, or carried out of the ring. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he won. Not, not traditionally, you know, how you would traditionally win, but uh, I don't know. Tough spot to be in for him. Uh, Yeah. I wouldn't want to be put in that spot. Like that's just not, but that's not the way I would want to win. That's not the way anybody I think would want to, uh, as a competitor, competitor would want to, you know, win win a title that's just yeah you're yeah you're the champ you get the money you get the recognition and all that stuff but it's just not not the same yep absolutely so how did uh how did you and dylan end up doing uh with your picks from the show did you guys come out okay uh we had we were doing well and then the main card like we went i'm trying to think we went oh and one one and one I was one or two and one, three and one. Th- I was three and two on the night. Josh went two okay. and three on just like our straight up picks. And then the main event, which was, I mean, I give Jan Blahovich all the credit because he came in here as a pretty heavy underdog to Israel Adesanya, who'd never fought a light heavyweight fight before. And Jan came in and didn't really have his way with him. I mean, it was a, interesting fight for a couple rounds but then Jan the last two rounds just kind of got him on the ground and just laid on top of him for two rounds and that's going to get you points but that's not what everybody you know buys the the uh pay-per-views to watch they don't want to see a dude just wrestling for three rounds they want to see they want to see that Polish power yep as uh he's been known he's become known as it's uh it's super disappointing night to be honest with you it was uh yeah, it was less than ideal. So when is the next um, the next major, you know, weekend for fighting wise boxing? Paper, the next pay-per-view, uh, UFC 260 is going to be at the end of the March. It's okay. going to be March 27th. There's going to be two title fights uh, that night. I believe uh, the featherweight title is on the line. I think uh, Alexander Volkanovsky is going to defend his belt. And then the heavyweight title is on the line. We're going to get Stipe Miocic, the pride of Cleveland, Ohio, hey, going up against go. uh, Francis Ngannou for the for the baddest baddest man on the planet title. All right. Awesome. Uh, B-Russ and Josh will hopefully be back uh, for that one. They'll have another show um, and walk you through everything UFC-wise. And uh, so, yeah, be sure to be tuned in for that on YouTube. Throwing bows. Again, B-Russ, the name, badass name. I love that. I, I actually looked it up. 
You look so, it up? Yeah, because, you know, me not being a, like a fighter dude. And then, of course, the number one search that comes up is Urban Dictionary. And that explains like, you know, throwing elbows, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I so, mean, I'm just the, you know, I may not be a good, I may not be a good gambler, but I can cook and I can come up with good names. I came up with a name for this podcast, yeah. which I think is a fantastic name. And Absolutely. The, uh, name for our UFC uh, show. Yep. So uh, if the cooking doesn't work out on Twitter, B Russ, maybe you can just like start naming things for people, you know, naming ESPN yeah. podcasts because they suck. Something they all, yeah, they are trash. I'll, <laughs> you know, if they want to pay me money, I'll do it. Hey, there we go. Um, awesome. All right, B Russ. One thing that does suck that we need to talk about is this, uh, this list. And I know you've seen it because I know you've been tweeting about it and text me about it. Uh, but uh, this, this gentleman, Billy Connolly, ESPN staff writer, uh, at the end of February, uh, this is a hot, hot, hot on the on the Twitter streets. Uh, he ranked t- the 60 top quarterbacks of the 2000s, and uh, man, there were some questions. Uh, again, props to this guy. I know I said this to you, B. Russ, before the show, but like trying to rank 60 quarterbacks within the last you know 20 some years, like again, props to this guy. He he probably knew he was going to get hammered a little bit. Um, everyone wasn't going to agree with his list, but uh, it, this list is something. Uh, so I don't know if we want to name it off, B. Russ, or if you just want this to. List stink, this list stinks. Like, there's no two ways about it. This list uh, is I'm awful. Okay, like, so you you let let's hear. Let's let, you need to tear it apart. What what do you got? Okay, so first of all, Aaron Rodgers at number fifty six. Like, the thing that I I was going through this list and I'm trying to figure out like what are the criteria for being ranked. Yep. Because Aaron Rodgers nobody's ever been like, oh, dude, Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest college quarterbacks I've ever seen. Great, great NFL quarterback, one of the greatest NFL quarterbacks of all time, but he parlayed one good year at Cal into being a first-round pick, and here we are. He's not a great college quarterback. Pat Mahomes put up big-time numbers, didn't win jack shit uh, at Texas Tech. Uh, I'm trying to think of Mason Rudolph, same thing, put up big numbers, didn't do anything. Brad Banks at number 50, for those of you who don't know, Brad Banks played one – started one season at Iowa, took him to the Orange Bowl, and so all of a sudden he's the 50th best quarterback uh, of the last 21 years. I think he was a Um, Heisman runner-up too. But regardless, 50, no way. And I'm trying – yeah, like, come on, dude. Kyle Trask is on this list. Um Eric Crouch. I, I, I like watching Eric Crouch, but he won a Heisman. Meh. Um, who else is on this list? Blah, blah, blah. Chase Daniel. Again, put up big numbers, didn't win anything. Graham Harrell, same way. Troy Smith. I love Troy Smith. Um, his stats for four years, 5,700 yards, uh, 54 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Uh almost 1200 rushing yards 14 rushing touchdowns listen i don't i look back on it i don't think troy smith should have won that heisman i think darren mcfadden should have won that heisman yeah he did have a good uh, year he had a great year great year yeah but um yeah i mean just this it's so like just all over the place pat white being number 20 it was pat white is was well before the time pat white played today pat white would be the greatest quarterback to ever walk the face of the earth this is why b russ hates this list no 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 (laughs) Uh, but pat white if pat white you're 
so you have to like if Pat White played in today's game, that would be he would be an absolute stud. Yeah. Like he'd be a first round pick. No doubt. He was he's a faster Tua Tagovailoa is what he is. Yeah. Um, I mean, just before his time, um, I'm trying to think who else is on here. Like Philip Rivers, me. Two at nineteen. What do you think about that, Buras? I he was a lot of hype. Like he was a lot of hype. He came in, he won the national championship in the second half, but he didn't have like a career that you know. It just was it wasn't impressive to me. Like you know, every quarterback goes to Alabama and puts up the numbers that he did. Um, the travesty on this list, though is Kellen Moore being number 14. Yep. 100%. Kellen Moore at 14. I know that, you know, that Fiesta Bowl team uh, was, is the one that kind of put Boise State on the map. But when Kellen Moore came in a couple years after he like cemented Boise State as an elite program of the 2000s, he threw for almost 1500 yards, 70% completion rate, 142 touchdowns to 28 interceptions, and he went 50 and three over four years. 50 three and three, losses. and he, three, three losses, three total losses, and yep. you're putting him at number 14. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, he, he, like he threw 50 more touchdowns than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he threw 50 more touchdowns and only 11 more interceptions. Yeah, than Trevor Lawrence. Uh, like Robert Griffin had one good year. I just like, I just don't like Deshaun Watson should be higher than he is. Uh, Joe Burrow had one good year. Yep. Tim Tebow is the greatest college quarterback of all time. Let's not, it's no bones about it. Like, yeah, I didn't like watching Tebow when he was at number four. Uh, Vince Young. I mean, Vince Young is one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time. He had two great seasons. Cam Newton being number two is really like, this is where I get thrown out. Like, what is the criteria? Cause you have these dudes with great careers all the way back at number 14. And then you got Cam Newton who had one good year. Uh, and he's number two and Baker Mayfield at number one. Yeah. That's who's number one. Baker Mayfield is the greatest college quarterback of all time. Okay. He did. He did throw for just over 14,000 bass yards, 69 completion rate, 131 TDs, 30 interceptions. 21 rushing touchdowns and over a thousand rushing yards from 2013 to 17. But I don't know. There's no way he's number one. Tim Tebow is one. And it's not even a question. Baker. I don't even know if Baker's top 10. Granted, he did. When you, when you, when you say, when you're like, Hey, who is the greatest college quarterback of all time? How many guys are you naming before you get to Baker Mayfield's name? Yeah. Uh, Half a dozen, or you know, a dozen. I don't know. At least, at least. I mean, I'm thinking like Tim Tebow, Kellen Moore, Vince Young. Um, I don't even know. I'm, Lamar Jackson. I throw him in there. Lamar. I think Johnny's better than than Johnny. Uh, Marcus Mariota. Yep, yep. Also, disrespect. There's there's no J T Barrett on this list. Is also disrespectful. <laughs> as much as you know, he kind of like, you know people ragged on him for being at Ohio state for 10 years or whatever it was. I mean, J, JT Barrett was a great college quarterback. Didn't do anything in the NFL, but that dude was just straight winner at Ohio state. 
I think you've, I'll go one step further, B. Russ. The 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 problem with this list is it doesn't it doesn't have any North Dakota State quarterbacks. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Come on. Sure. I sure. mean, if this is a legitimate college football list for the last from the two thousands, right, twenty some years, you have fifty what sixty quarterbacks in here, and no Wentz, no Jensen, no Easton Stick. Like, come on, where's the love for the FCS guys? Um, that's my issue with this list. I mean, you got Ben Roethlisberger on here. Does that count? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can maybe you can maybe do that. I mean, uh, listen, you know, listen. I'll give you that. Carson Wentz is better than I'm gonna say the first. I'll put him at number fifty. How about that? Does that make I'll you feel better? It. I'll take it. Carson Wentz is better than Eric Crouch. Had almost more interceptions than he had touchdowns. B. Russ, and he's number forty-two. He won a Heisman though. Yeah, but he had he only and he didn't even he threw 29 touchdowns, 25 picks. Granted, he had almost 60 rushing TDs. No one's counting that. I I don't know what happened in that 2001 season. That Nebraska team was super overrated, and then they just got their teeth kicked in in the Rose Bowl against Miami. Which, oh my yeah. This is a discussion for a different time, but that Miami team is probably the greatest football team to ever walk the face of the earth. Um, everybody, when you get done listening to the podcast, go watch Eric Crouch. Um, I think he had a 95 yarder against Missouri. Um, the dude was just electric. And, um, so yeah, I I agree. Eric Crouch was that touch that reverse touchdown that they had against Oklahoma was also electric. I remember that one too. Yeah. He's, uh, he was electric. He was a, that was Aaron Murray's Aaron Murray's on this list. Yeah. 40. Optimus Klein, Colin Klein had 30 touchdowns and 15 or 30 touchdowns and 15 interceptions in his career. And he's the 38th best quarterback of the two thousands. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Landry uh, Jones, granted he did throw for a shit ton of yards, but I don't know. Is he even in the NFL? Uh, I think he is. Yeah. No, he's not. I don't think he is anymore. Mm -mm. I mean, Mac Jones is on this list. He, and he played what really one year, (laughs) one year in a game and like two games. Yeah, yeah. So. Just, I'm just getting more mad the more we talk about like Jason White. Like Jason, get out of here with Jason White. Jason White is overrated. Yeah, this list is something hey. else. So, this list stinks. Who? Rex okay, Grossman. Here. Rex Grossman is the 28th best quarterback of the 2000s. Who? Who's better, B. Russ? Matt Leinart oh, from USC or Barkley or um, Carson Palmer? Who would you rather take out of those three? I'd probably take Liner. Okay. And I think he was the highest listed USC quarterback at 17. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, they Matt Barkley was, you know, he was super high. He was like the number one recruit coming in. I remember his freshman year, they played at Ohio State, and I was at that game, and they he drove them down like a 90-yard touchdown drive to win the game. Uh, then you, everyone was like, oh, this is his coming out party, and then it just kind of never – never panned out for him they could never put it together yep um little breaking news here b russ north dakota state the over uh, did the over hit um yeah it's it's gonna hit but north dakota state was up by 27 and they lead 61 53 with five minutes to go so uh i took kansas city plus five that's back in play uh little breaking news here Uh uh-oh love to see um yeah by the way the over did hit in the all-star game Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure from what I'm reading, I'm pretty sure Dame hit a uh, 
hit a half court shot or something like that to win the game. Oh, of course, you know, that'd be just uh, on brand for NBA, something ridiculous. So, I mean, you know, hey, by the way, we got to talk about. Um, so I two I bet two times on my teams is just trying to change things up. I don't yep. I don't bet on my teams, but I bet I took the Blue Jackets um, stars over on what was that Thursday? Yes, I think. right. Yeah. Um, and I knew as soon like when it got to three to two, the Blue Jackets might be the worst team I've ever seen trying to hit an empty net. Can't do it. Um, so that one didn't hit 0 and 1. And then I took West Virginia minus 10, uh, because they had no Kate Cunningham. And I was like, oh, this is they're going for Bob's 900th win. Yeah. And they got uh, tough. It was, uh, it was tough. So 0 and 2. So I'm back to not betting on my teams. Uh, you weren't the only one that put money on West Voss. So, uh, thanks for that, Mountaineers. Yeah, Dame hit a uh, half quarter, half quarter to to win the game. Jesus, I'm gonna send this to you. Just, I just wanted for just a reaction, just a quick reaction from. All Pace. right, here we go. Uh quick, quick, quick. Just because re- this is good. Are you sending it to Twitter? Yeah. Okay, quick reaction here. Um, okay, of course, Dame time. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, here we go. Oh shoot. Again, this is why the NBA is stupid. He literally pulls up from half court. Nobody's in his face. They're like, I'll dare you to shoot that. It's only one of the greatest athletes in the NBA. Cash. Like, one of the greatest shooters in shooters, the NBA. Yeah. And Freaking he just dumb. says, hey, in your eye, boy. So dumb. Screw the NBA. Screw the Timberwolves. And screw this damn list, too. But, B. Russ, we got more important things to talk about right now. These jersey sponsors in the NBA. Mm-hmm. We were going to talk about it last week, but yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, we we wanted to wait till B Russ was back on the pod because um, he's got some some thoughts. Um, so let's hear it, B Russ. What who's your favorite uh, jersey sponsor in the NBA? Uh, so I this is going to sound biased, but I like Goodyear as uh, the Cavs. I like Goodyear's like you know you throw all these logos on there and they're just a bunch of you know the name of the company or whatever Goodyear doesn't say Goodyear on the side it's just got that fire little, little yep. shoe logo that they've got going on big that I love that one I don't know why like it's just subtle uh just looks like a patch that like they made yeah it works with uh, the Cavs like, jerseys too exactly it does like it's it's not like it doesn't stand out a lot to where you're like oh that kind of sucks or like I noticed that more than like some of the whatever's going on with the jersey yep uh it's just kind of you know subtle uh, and then another one, I only picked this one just because of the imagery that's going on in my head, the Bucks and Harley Davidson. Oh God. I just picture, I just picture Giannis just like seven foot two, just riding a Harley down. The, like oh, it's, yes. it just look like a bike. It would just look like a bicycle with him. Exactly. It. It's not even like it would look like an actual, like riding a motorcycle. He just looked like he's riding like a little trike. And talk about um, the calves with Goodyear that meshes so well, right? The colors mesh so well. Mm-hmm. Harley Davidson is black and orange, and the Bucks are what little like gold, white, cream, and 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 green. Oh yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not picking this one to match. I'm just no, saying no, no, just because I'm thinking that's just I, that popped into my head. And I was oh like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Funny. And the Harley Davidson logo is like badass to begin with. Yeah, and then my third one, top one is uh, just because it's funny to me the Thunder and their uh, love gas station like trucker stop 
I just when you think of Oklahoma, that's just what I think of is like truckers and truckers. Just, yep, that's about it. That's all that goes on in in Oklahoma. Just uh, trucking down the road. Yep. Yeah, those are my top three. Okay. All right. I lo- I like it. Um, I had the Cavs also um on mine as well. Again, I just think it like meshes so well together. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, and again, this isn't because I'm a Timberwolves fan. I actually think the Fitbit fits with the Timberwolves. Uh, it's like not, it's in a perfect spot, just kind of right, uh, even with their armpit and it, and it fits in, especially with those like lime green jerseys that they have. So yeah. I really like that. I think it looks really, really solid. Um, and I think my, hmm, uh, oh, the magic Disney. How can you not love that one? I think that's a top one too. That one's on my three word. That one's on my dude, three worst list. <laughs> how dude? The white I don't know. That's just like, that's just too, that's just too obvious. It's just too obvious. Like go out and go, go in a different direction okay okay that's, like that one's great. just too that was just too obvious to me yeah and then hey. i'm mad at the clip and then i'm mad at the clippers i have the clippers on here too because they were bumble at one point but now they're honey oh and bumble is a lot funnier than uh honey yeah so i'm mad at them for that and then i have the celtics on here because i don't know what vista print is but there's so many other yeah different ones that they could have gone with the Viscerprint, yeah. That that actually doesn't look terrible either. It almost looks like a patch, like you were saying with the Cavs, too. I like that one. Um, I think the Timberwolves should try and get Grinder as a sponsor. That's just me. <laughs> but uh, No, that's Tom Thibodeau's team. Oh, I'm still battling this cold. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's Thibodeau's team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's Grinders. And then uh, I had some, I came up with some that like some should be sponsors. Yeah, that's here. I'm excited for this. Cause I, when you told me this, I'm like, Oh hell yeah. So Atlanta Hawks, everybody knows the pop and spot in Atlanta is magic city, <laughs> magic city and the Hawks need to form a bond ASAP. Those, those jerseys would sell like just hot cakes. Yeah, those yeah. hot cakes, dude, those go out of style absolutely every bro every bro and every darty would have a hawks magic city jersey um and then the next one i had the celtics i had a couple different ones but i, I mean barstool yeah boston i mean that one just kind of fits and then i had the the nuggets on here and i just said any any weed company in colorado um and then the pelicans this was their uh one originally and then it changed i think in the last season or two um but i mean zatarans and all their fantastic nolens <laughs> cooking i mean just go back to zatarans if if it ain't broke don't fix it uh then the 76ers the people of philadelphia and pennsylvania love their uh wawa so wawa. i mean i did wawa i don't know why they haven't gone with that yet wawa needs to be the jersey sponsor for the 76ers uh and then phoenix the suns i went with aarp just because there's a bunch of old people down there and then this one you kind of i don't know if any of the listeners watch inside the nba but uh this one has kind of that feel to it i said the spurs and victoria's secret because uh I like you know, that. They got those big, I like the that. churro, the churros, and Victoria's a secret down there. That's what Charles is always saying. So, uh, yep, yeah, just a couple. I like it. I like it. Um, also, I thought it's kind of weird, and maybe this is for more than just the Wizards, but the Wizards have Geico 
Uh, but I think Geico was like founded in Texas. Is that is that weird or is it, or, or or not so much? I don't know. I mean, I feel I feel like you know, picking sponsors that kind of resonate with the area with the, or like yeah. from the area. Yep. You know, like obviously Magic City. <laughs> Goodyear is uh, you know Northeast Ohio thing. Cavs Northeast Ohio. Yep. Um, well, like just, Harley I mean, Davidson was founded in in Milwaukee, like obviously yeah. that fits. So, and then uh, like you know, obviously Disney and Orlando, like that fits. Yep. Uh, I mean, it just you got to go with like companies that are in the area. Like, yeah, it's just everybody's like, oh, Geico. Eh. Yeah, I Geico. see enough of their commercials. I see enough of their commercials. Also, screw the Wizards for not putting the lizard on the Wizards. The lizard, Wizard, for not putting the lizard on their jersey. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on. Put the lizard. Slacking. They're slacking. Yes, very much so. Um, all right, so there we go. Do you think, B-Russ, this will be in the NBA or NFL, excuse me, or no? I think you'll see it in all sports. Probably. I mean, you already see it in the NHL. They have uh, their they have sponsors on their helmets. Uh, I know yep. the NFL their practice jerseys have sponsors. Okay, I'm a, it's only a matter of time before you know they're on the actual jersey or the helmet or something like it's. Yep. These owners are in it for most of them are in it for making money, not for you know winning. They just want to make as much money as they can, and the more sponsors they can get, the better. Absolutely. And uh, I just want to clear one one thing up to be Russ. I said that I would bully people that uh, buy jerseys that don't have the sponsors NBA jerseys that don't have the sponsor logo on it. Uh, I take that back. I will not bully you if you can find it cheaper. And uh, if it doesn't have the logo, I'm all for it. I'm all for the cheap. So no, we're not, we don't advocate, but we don't advocate bullying on, exactly. this, on this podcast. This is a so. no bullying podcast. <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna bully you for not there you for go. one to bully somebody. <laughs> you can bull. There you go. Your kink is bully. You can. There you go. Making fun of me for bullying other people. Bullying, being a bully to other bullies. So there we go. Uh-huh. All right, B Russ. Um, yeah, that's. I just knew we had to talk about that because that's a, that's super uh-huh. fun and logos are just cool in all sports. So uh-huh. there we go. All right, B Russ. Um, the moment. Are you making picks today? What What's happening? What's going on now? I we'll see. Maybe I, maybe I will, maybe I won't. Let's get into it. And I'll... All right. Uh, well, I'll start and I'll let you, I'll let you chill. Uh, I got four games, five games pending again, a little, uh, um, depending on if NDSU wins, I'm going to bet on them uh, in the semis tomorrow. But again, we're two minutes left and this is a five point game B Russ. So uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated as we go along here, but uh, it's 70... a three point game. Three-point game, yeah. It's 66-63, a minute 32 to go. Um, so, oh, wow. baby. This, I think this was, a, again, 27-point game at one time, 13 minutes in a second. But here we go. There's a minute 30 left. I'll roll through my picks here quick. B-Ross for Monday, March 8th. I like um, in Cleveland State and uh, Milwaukee, I like the over 140 and a half. <laughs> I was literally just pulled that one up because <laughs> Milwaukee, the la- it's hitting the last five. Yeah, yeah. These from Milwaukee. Yeah, these teams score, you know, high 70s, high 80s a, a couple times in the last few games. So I like the 140 and a half over there. Um, and then I'm going back to the Minnesota Wild, Vegas Golden Knights. I like the over five and a half. Um, I just think that this number could hit. 
the Wild have been playing uh, in a couple high-scoring contests. Not necessarily scoring goals, but uh, they're allowing uh, a fair amount of goals in the last couple of games. So I like the over five and a half there. Uh, I got two NHL bets, actually, just because uh, Monday is not a super uh, big card with college basketball and no NBA, obviously. But then I took the Arizona Coyotes, B-Russ, plus one and a half on that puck line, minus 150. I like that there. Um, and then I took Gonzaga over St. Uh, SMC, right, St. Mary's, and um, minus 18. I just think Gonzaga haven't lost on the season. Um, and now it's go time, right? They kind of coast mm-hmm. the regular season, and now it's go time to, to show the rest of the the country what they can do. And I think they're going to start blowing uh, teams out here come conference tournament. So I'll take the minus 18 there. I like it. You know, I mean, I can't pick games for shit. So, you know, I, I like where your, where your head's at. Um, just looking, you know, if I, if I were to bet, there we go. I do. I do like the Kings money line tomorrow, tonight, uh, minus minus one ten. They're on the road in Anaheim, just down, down the street. Uh, I do like the Kings. I think that they're playing some pretty good hockey. Uh, they've kind of not really turned it around. They are playing pretty well. Um, I also like uh, <laughs> that over in the uh, Milwaukee Cleveland State. Not to piggyback off of you, but uh, okay, just I do like that way. one I get it. as well. Uh, I'm going to take the Jacks too. I don't know what the spread is yet, but um, rolling with the Jacks to. Uh, I might parlay a little, depending on what happens here, parlay a little uh, NDSU, SDSU. Okay. Just so we can see that in the finals. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then the Jacks will smoke them. Yeah, yeah. No big deal, automatic bid. See you next year. Um, Two-bid summit. Yeah, and then I also like, uh, I I like Gonzaga as well. All right. There we go. So if B-Rust was to bet, keywords there, that's who he's rolling with. Um, again, follow us on Twitter. I'm going to add both the Summer League games. Again, we don't know what's going to happen here. NDSU up two with 40 seconds to go. Um, you would think that they can hold on to win, but they are also, also were up 27 not long ago. So there we go. Um, follow me for cooking content. <laughs> follow B-Rust. B-Rust 35, cooking content. Might sprinkle in a couple <laughs> bets tomorrow or today. We'll see. In between making uh, making chicken pot pie and burgers, you never know. <laughs> Big chicken pot pie fan there, B-Russ. So you got to whip that up soon. I mean, I, I love me some chicken pot pie. You can't go wrong. Just throw some stuff in a pie crust and bada bing, bada boom. Boom, boom. There we go. Just uh, throw everything into it and uh, let it ride. All right, B-Russ. You got your bets if you were to make them. Uh, I got mine when I'm making them here. And uh that's the show, man. Uh, we got to wrap this up. Well, hold on. We might as well stay here. 20 seconds left. NDSU up to Kansas City with the ball. A little live. Oh, so now they're going to take a timeout. So we better just end it so I can enjoy this in peace or have a meltdown. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to turn it on. We're going to get it, get it going here. So I can, all right. so I can laugh in your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm still bad in the cold like Jordan flu game, but we're getting over it. That's the show. Episode 19. Uh, again. Follow Coda Cappers on Twitter. Follow B-Russ on Twitter at B-Russ35. Myself, Pace, at Coda Capper Pace. Free picks, www.codasportscappers.com. And, uh, again, let's get ready for another week, B-Russ, and making some money and uh, making some good food. How about that? That's, that's right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's eat.